You're with Julian on the Brownlow and a review of Kingsman the Golden Circle. Well, I mentioned last week I uh, reviewed the god-awful Justice League and, and talked at length about Zack Snyder and um, the respective talents of, of helming these big-budget films, which is, in his case got him the sack and hopefully not allowed near a camera again as he's a terrible director. And who was the other guy? There was two of them. Um, I can't remember what the other gentleman's name was, but he took over, and he seems to have gone downhill as well a little bit. Matthew Vaughan, the English director, has done a lot better, I think, in recent times than those two have. He was initially uh, a producer for Lockstock and uh, Snatch, and directed Layer Cake was his first film. Not a very good film at all. Uh, very much a, a sub-Guy Ritchie film. But Kick-Ass was a very refreshing uh, film. And also uh, I quite iconoclastic take on the whole superhero thing. I enjoyed it a lot. X-Men First Class, the X-Men reboot was brilliant. It was really, really well done. And Kingsman Secret Service, I thought was an excellent genre piece. And it, it's nothing like the movie John Wick, but they both kind of remade sort of... They, they were like boys' toys films. They just sort of dispensed with uh, a lot of the stuff that you don't want and then just focused on what should have been almost a, a small audience film but very very successful in that film uh, colin firth who was superb was a, a very very um hard man secret agent with borderline superhuman powers and he took under his wing uh, an oik who was played by taron egerton who was from the streets and inducted him into this secret society of Kingsmen, who are these, uh, you know, they basically have their uh, offices in like these secret tailor shops and the like of that, and they're all in this high society world, uh, and they're an organisation that has existed forever. Not wildly original in that sense, but it was very original in the sense that it did whatever it wanted. It had ob obscene humour, obscene violence, uh, and it was funny, it was very funny, and it was dynamic, and the action was good, and the story was good, and I, I really liked it. I gave it a great review when it came out. Well, Matthew Vaughan's returned with Kingsman the Golden Circle, perhaps not surprisingly, a bigger budget and so on. It came out last year, I think it's now out on DVD, and it picks up where the last one left off, which is Colin Firth being dead, which was a bit of a nightmare because he was by far the best thing in it, and it also features uh, Taron Egerton again as he's basically replaced Colin Firth's character this time around, um, and he uh, he's working as uh, you know the representative of the Kingsman. And Mark Strong returns. I love Mark Strong, uh, and this time around, um, basically a, a villain played by where is she? A very famous American actress, Julianne Moore. Uh, she plays a, an extraordinarily evil villain. Uh, and that, she takes out most of the Kingsmen, kills a lot of them. So now they have to go to the Statesmen who are in America. And I don't know why they've done all of this, because it really feels like they're sort of, you know, trying to make it appeal to American audiences by creating this parallel organisation, which is Americans, people like... Channing Tatum and Jeff Daniels uh, run their own thing in America, and he has to turn to them because, you know, most of the English Kingsmen have been wiped out. Um, 
to no purpose at all. It just feels like they're doing it. The first film was was really successful, so why do they need to inject all of this American into it? Um, anyway, they basically it's a, 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 then a fight between Poppy, who's the world's biggest drug dealer, played by Julianne Moore, and possibly the most evil, and certainly the most violent. Uh, and the combination of the, the British Kingsman and the Amer- American Kingsman. I'm not going to waste any time hiding the fact that Colin Firth's in this. He didn't die. And it's getting really annoying because last time I reviewed Justice League, it's like, well, they killed Superman. That was the whole point of Batman versus Superman, that Superman was dead. It was the biggest point of the whole thing. And they just brought him back to life as though nothing had happened. And that's what they do now. So Colin Firth was definitely killed, and they brought him back to life. It's, I think it's there was a word for it, something like the Rocket Man paradox or something, which had to do with a 1950s uh, famous show called Rocket Man, where they killed the character off in one episode and then showed him escaping in the next. And people were up in arms about it, saying, well, you've already crossed the Rubicon, you already showed us that he had no possible way to escape and now he's just escaped. And it's kind of the same here. It's like Colin Firth was definitely dead. And they just sort of go, yeah, but we like Colin Firth. So do I. And I am glad he's in this film. But it's a kind of an annoyance when they kill off major characters and then just bring them back again. So he joins the fray and um, I'm sure you can paint the rest of it out. Now, I love the first film. I really did. And Matthew Vaughan, I've found his modern films and his big budget canvases, he's done really good work with. Um, I haven't had a complaint with any of those three films that I listed at all. I thought they were very good. So I don't know if this is American interference, and this would be so dumb if someone's a director has been an auteur and, and come up with this whole idea themselves. It's based on a comic book, actually, originally. But if they come up with this whole universe themselves and, and forced the production and everything in their own image and what they wanted, to then take something that's been really successful and just basically try and Americanize it as much as possible and change it to fit the American market, which already lapped it up. So this is absolutely... like I enjoyed this film, but I'd say it's a terrible film. It is very, very messy and uneven in tone continually uneven to the point of distraction the americans the statesmen there's just no purpose to them being in it channing tatum arrives and he's um he just may as well not be there and i love channing tatum i think he's been great in everything they don't use him they don't use his sense of his natural comic ability as an action character he's just there's no real point of him even being in the movie it's, got, it's something along the lines of this um, drug dealer makes this drug that ends up... Uh, it's a narcotic, but it infects all of the other drugs that are sold in the world, so she's just basically killing everyone off with this uh, tainted product. Um, the violence is even more extreme than the first film. I don't really have a problem with that. Some of it's quite quite bad. They put like at least one person, maybe two, in a mincing machine. Uh, which is pretty full on. And the moments with Julianne Moore I love because she is just so evil and happily evil. And all of the stuff with her and it's great. Then they've got this whole other part of the film which is the uh, character uh, played by uh, Taron Egerton who's the star of it, the young star. He's now getting married to this 
unbearably posh woman that is royalty. And that whole relationship side of the film is a disaster. And again, completely pointless. I don't know why... It doesn't actually add anything to the story at all. It's not like they're involved in what's going on. They're all like... He sits around the dinner table with this very posh family and then goes off and does his superhero stuff. But it doesn't have any impact on the story at all. The American side doesn't really have much of an impact on the story. It's just a way of getting Colin Firth, because they've got Colin Firth. You know, they rescued Colin Firth somehow. He's got amnesia, and they fixed him up, even though he was already dead. Uh, But their involvement is pointless as well. It's a compartmentalised film. When um, Colin Firth and... uh, Taron Egerton are together on screen, it's, it's perfectly fine. But lots of the other story elements are just like they've been filmed by different people. The tone is so all over the shop. It is literally like they've, they've been filmed and written by different people. So I'm not sure what the story is here. Um, it is a complete mess. Um, I enjoyed it more than something like uh, Justice League, which was also a mess. Because it is at times funny, but I think I saw a review of it saying, um, what was it? The first time it was satire, this time it's farce. And it is, it's farcical. Uh, It loses a lot of the edginess, a lot of the freshness is gone. Um, A lot of the dynamic comedy is weakened. Um, A reliance on high-octane mega-violence has gone up, rather than the whole suave Colin Firth sort of thing. It's a much more sort of shooty outing this time around. There was a lot of action in the first film, but it was well balanced with the characters. And the scenes were good. And they're not. They're just silly. It's a lot of silliness in this film. It just make, it makes very little sense. Um, so that's a real shame for me, because it seems like Matthew Vaughan is probably the person most at fault for this. Uh, bit of a debacle, really. I did enjoy it, because... I kind of like the characters. I like Colin Firth. I like Mike Strong. I thought um, Egerton did a good job, but they knew to him this time. He he went from being a hard-nosed street kid who was sucked into this posh world to pretty much a posh kid now, for some reason, who's who's dating royalty for no apparent reason. So it is, um, yeah, you, if you really like genre pieces, I mean, John Wick too, they did a brilliant job. They... They ironed out some of the problems and it sort of tweaked it to make it slightly better. And this, pretty much everything that was special about the first one is missing. So, yeah, Mark Strong's good. Elton John turns up in a very good cameo role as a, as a maniac Elton. He's, he's kidnapped by uh, Julianne Moore's character and forced to play Elton John music for her. And it's very funny, actually. That's, a, that, that's one pointless side piece that actually really works because i did laugh a lot um yeah it's 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 too long it's too messy it's too violent from me that's saying something because it's it, it relies on it a bit too much um and the story doesn't make any sense and there are an enormous amount of elements that i would leave out of this so anyway i'll give kingsman the golden circle a four out of ten like i said I kind of enjoyed it. I wish I wish when they make films that are very as like zesty and humorous, don't lose that and make something plodding and heavy. It's annoying. Four out of ten for Kingsman, The Golden Circle, and this is from Sweet Six.